live from Paul's Palmyrium Studios. It's where it's at, two drunk guys with some microphones, a podcast, The Tribe. What up, party people on the place to be? What oh, up? Oh man, we got a crowd cheering for us right now. This reminds me of us when we went to the, um, the Indians home opener for Seattle. Or not home opener, but Seattle's home opener. Do you guys remember that? Yeah, that was a rowdy good time. Yeah, that was oh, really good was. Time. So welcome to the... <laughs> Sorry, I'm so bad about it. You don't, dude. That's why we have it. Uh, welcome to Two Drunk Guys on Microphone, the podcast. Um... I, we are here to talk about... We're here to talk about sports and sports-related things. And religion. And politics. Probably finance. I know. Oh, did you guys and watch that, that Economics. Flynn, Flynn sentencing today? No. Wow. The judge was, like, demanding the prosecutor to know why they didn't file treason charges. People started freaking out. Apparently his family was all, like, jovial and happy, and they were kind of, like, goofing around at the beginning, and then they all heard treason, and they all just, like, shut the fuck up, and we're like, uh-oh. I don't know what that means. I mean, I know what treason <laughs> means, but whatever. <laughs> All right, to the left of me, Shane O'Mac. What up? To the in front of me, Daryl the Statman. Yo! To the dog that's out in the living room, Lou the dog. And to the right of me, the beautiful, the wonderful, Papa Giuseppe. So I got to say, in the last podcast, uh, someone commented that you guys were pretty pretty mean to me and shit on me in the last podcast a lot. So I'm, I'm, I didn't see that at all. You know, well, no, I bet what it was I, is because Daryl was drinking with us that night. <laughs> so like, I feel like we probably ganged up on you a little bit. And maybe. what's wrong with that? That's why no. there's a tripod. So now I'm gonna get you guys back. Ooh, Ooh. go ahead. I got you guys are dumb. Oh, man. Oh, not only do I... Not only do I... Yo, I'm fucking done with this, boy. <laughs> Fuck this. I'm out of here. Not only do I... Not only do I come with the hot takes and the hot burn... Or, no. Fuck, I fucked that yeah, up. Well, I practiced... Uh, I in pra- your fucking face. I practiced that all day. I come with the hot takes and the hot burns. <laughs> nice. And it's not gonorrhea. <laughs> yeah. How you guys doing today? Fucking great. How about you? Oh, good, man. A long day at How's work. How's work? Yeah, a long day. Yep. Same here. Yep. I actually had an early day. I, I don't know what I'll tell you about. I was out of there by 4 o'clock. Uh, it was awesome. I was in the office till 7 yesterday and was there till 6 today. So. Dude, so I'll go the whole day without getting dirty at all, you know, because I'm running equipment. As soon as I get done, because it's cold out, i got to clean my tracks out every night. As soon as I fucking get to cleaning my tracks, I get fucking covered in fucking mud. And... That's when you guys see me. It looks like I worked so hard for like <laughs> the last 20 minutes of my fucking day. We're the uh, hardest working. Yeah, we're the hardest working thing ever. It's all mine shit, you know, fucking running like a dozer or an excavator. When I worked at the driving range, I would just drive that tractor and pick up the golf balls and be hit at. And it was like such an easy job. But then you had to wash the golf balls. And it was like in this crappy ass shed that was falling apart. So I'm uh, good the whole day. Then all of a sudden I'm sitting there getting soaked with the hose and... None of the golf balls, you know, the golf balls be hanging in mud pits and you'd have to like clean those off. And, but hey, that uh, was the driving range was a really good job. That was fun. Um, 
Yeah, so there's a lot to talk about. Let's. Uh, I think what we all should always start with as long as it's going is the Browns. Um, I don't want to talk about the fucking Browns. Okay, so let's talk about the uh, the Cavs. They're doing really let's good. Let's talk about the Lumberjacks. Lake Erie Monsters are crushing. Let's talk about the Cleveland Barons. <laughs> yeah, or the Cleveland Crunch. What yes, the fuck the are we Cle- talking about the Cleveland Crunch? Hector something another. Hector Marinero, baby. He sold me a Fiat once. Did he? No, I just figured he sold. No, I worked with him, dude, for years. Did you? I fucking, yeah, I know that guy, like, like first name basis. Like, I figured he was just selling Fiats nowadays. Oh, no, he's selling inflatables. Okay. So if you need anything uh, inflatable-like for your company. Girlfriend? Talk to Hector Marinero, baby. Yeah. <laughs> he's going to hook you up. Uh, free, free shout out to Hector. You know what he told me one time? All right, here's the, here's the good Hector Marinero story. So, on his 23rd birthday... <laughs> Go ahead. I just can't believe we asked Cleveland Crunch like Yeah, whatever, dude. He was a champion. He was a champion in this city. Do you All remember right. you, where you were at when the Cleveland Crunch won the championship? Fuck, nowhere near him. I know that. <laughs> this fucking dude. I was like, oh, it's my birthday, man. He's like, oh, dude, I remember this one birthday one time. He's like, I was on the uh, whatever, like, uh, the pirate, uh, the parrot... Thing right by the stadium. Oh, yeah, 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 okay. And he's like, you know, I was hanging out with these girls and shit. And he's like, yeah, it's my birthday. And he's like, these fucking two girls pulled me out of the bar and gave me a double blowy. <laughs> what the f- What the fuck, right? <laughs> okay. <laughs> what a lucky son of a bitch. And I'm just like, yeah, because you're a fucking pro athlete, you fucking did, piece of shit. Did they know who Hector was? Like? I guess they did. I guess they were big into soccer at the time. <laughs> into indoor soccer, not yeah. even like... And then he tells you this other story, not sex-related, but he's like, <laughs> one night, you know, he's like, you know, when you come in and, like, we were playing a playoff game, and, uh, you know, the fucking coach comes in and makes sure everyone's in their fucking dorms and shit or in their hotel rooms, and he's like, we were all fucking partying in this dude's room. And he's like, Otto Orff, our fucking goalie, fucking took the fucking mirror off the fucking, off the wall, like the giant mirror that's in front of the, uh, uh, in front of the, the dresser. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, took that fucking mirror off. He's in the fucking bathroom cutting lines on it. Fucking <laughs> partying hard, dude. Damn. <laughs> and fucking... A little more for in. Hector. A little <laughs> everyone, more. Everyone knows like the coach is coming. Well, dude's too far into fucking cutting lines. He's got everything busted up on the fucking on the mirror. Well, everyone books it to their rooms. <clears throat> fucking Hector locks the fucking door. Locks Otto in the fucking in the bathroom with him just <laughs> holding the fucking mirror in like the fucking block or the fucking shower thing closed. Just waiting for that fucking coach to get the fuck out of there. As soon as the coach left, everyone bum rushes back in and starts fucking blowing lines. Do you off think? The do you thing. think if the indoor soccer league hears that, they'll take away the championships of the Cleveland Crunch? Uh, I, I would <laughs> hope they give another accolade. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, hey, these guys were showers and growers. Oh my god! I, okay, well, <laughs> that was an interesting way to start the podcast. <laughs> the stories you hear growing up. The stories you hear growing up, man, they're great. Uh, I've heard some, uh, yeah. Anyway, so uh, the Browns, man. They, Browns um, have been doing great, man. Here we go. Do you think Baker has a guy who holds the mirror in his bathroom? I fucking hope he does. <laughs> when you're that elite scorer. Johnny Manziel. Yeah, right. <laughs> Johnny Manziel flies in just to hold it. Hold it Oh, shit. Yeah, no, so we actually look like an NFL team. 
Uh, like a scary good fucking NFL oh. team. Like someone that's like, oh, fuck, we got to go play these guys right now. Defense looks good, even without Ward. I, I did not see him playing this well without him. Really? I, I just didn't. I, I feel the same way about I it. Like he was a first-round beast. EJ Gaines has really come out, you know, came out and That's true. Play, played a good game. And I hate to say it, I I got to draw back what I said about uh, Peppers. Yeah, he's he's turned it on the last three or four weeks. Yep. He really and has. Came up with that big sack to end the uh, game no, this no. last week. Wasn't yeah. it? Dude, another one I gotta say is fucking um, Jamie Collins. I've been kind of down on JD Col- Jamie Collins this year. He's really showing up, dude. He's he's doing his thing, dude. So. Jabril had that interception, and he had that big sack. Dude, that sack, I, that's the biggest sack you can put in your mouth right there. Yep. yep. Well, not the biggest. <laughs> Hector! <laughs> looking up pictures of Hector? No. You looking up pictures of Sable versus Sonny? Heard he's got a sack. Oh, my God! I wanted to mention this to you. I just saw on one of my Instagram feeds the SummerSlam 97 calendar contest, or swimsuit contest of the year. And Sonny came out first. She was rocking it. I, fucking Sable came out and shut the fucking place down. Yeah, yeah. Shut it down. Pa- the hand and you know pieces? what? No, not that one. Uh, she came out where it was just like two little slits over her uh, little nipples. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like right up the the yeah. up the beehole. You yeah. know? And it was like, holy shit. Yeah, we know who's more stacked. Yeah. You're right. And I will take it back after seeing that. Just for you, Daryl. No more Sunny talk. I'm still on the sunny, no more. I'm still on the Sunny train. Sunny, dude. Sunny looked like a pile of garbage compared to Sable in that. <laughs> yeah. I didn't Do you wonder? Me. I wonder if they actually knew like that Sable was gonna come out in that, or if that was like an actual. Concert. I think it was because Ken Shamrock said they're like, yeah, fucking <laughs> great. You know, fucking saw him come out. And fucking like, Ken Shamrock. Ken Shamrock saw Sunny came out. He's like, man, well, she blows everybody in the back. Who cares? <laughs> Fucking Sable came out. He's fucking, oh, fucking standing over that bitch. Uh, speaking of stacked, the Browns, they're really good. We're stacked. We're stacked, baby. Um, Yeah, so the, the offense played good. I mean, Baker didn't have his best game. He was shut down a little bit. Hey, had, he made plays when it well, needed to I, happen. I agree, man. I'm not, I'm not hating on him by any sort of the imagination. I'm just saying, yeah, you know, Chubb had 100 yards. I thought he... That was kind. Of, I didn't think he had a, like. I thought like his hundred yards didn't look like a hundred yards. Yeah, so it was which is a, a Jarvis has had those games this year too. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. Um, Baker came out, made plays when it mattered. That defense stepped it up. Um, what a win, man! I, I it was what fun. a win. I actually didn't watch a game. I listened to the last half on my way home from uh, Detroit. So, so, boys, I just want to say I think we're good for a little while. Watch the game with Paulie. We partied. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, you were with Polly. That's yeah, right. Yep. He couldn't even go home that night. He had the crash at my house. No shit. Yeah. yeah. Nice, oh, dude. Got Polly all fucking ready to go. Yeah. Huh? So I think we're good for a little while. I don't think we'll have to. Polly won't freak out on us for a while. Yeah. On his good I talked side. to Polly the next day, and Polly was like, "Oh, I had a great time." Good, good, good. So yeah, that was a fun game. Um, Baker looked kind of bad in the first half. He looked just like the was it the week before Panthers was that the one he had a rough rough start to the game or was it no no the week before that where he Texans Texans yeah, Texans. yeah Texans. But then he then he came out and threw the three hundred yards in the second half yeah yeah, yeah. and in this one he only ended up with one hundred eighty eight total but he was I think five for fifteen is what I remembered seeing at halftime um, 
<clears throat> not very good. No, Especially his completion percentage where it's at. Uh, he ended up at like 18 for 31, so I guess he would have been, what, 13 for 16 to end the game. Okay. Yeah, so, he's so. The, he was like about 55 you know, almost 60% mm-hmm. fucking completion rate. That's Chubb, pretty good. Chubb with another 100-yard game on 20 carries, so 5-yard average. See, I didn't I didn't feel like he did did that that well, but, I mean, he really did, I guess. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm sounding stupid here, but. Well, He's cutting those first downs, dude. Those 6-yard yeah. gains yep. fucking yep. add up, man. Well, yep. he had what I think he had one big run, too, 20 yards maybe. Yeah, but 20 yards, I mean, that ain't shit. Well, you know what I mean? I mean, it's a good gain, but. You're talking about a four-quarter span. Well, and that, that Denver defensive line, not bad. No, <laughs> definitely. Yeah. And adding to it again, the Browns are now, like, they have almost a third. They have a little bit more than a third as many sacks between week 9 and 15. Yep. And That's they've played the Broncos. They've played the Texans in that span. Yep. Um, so they haven't been playing slouch defensive lines, um, but they're protecting him. Have you guys noticed that like they're actually game planning toward like the fucking defensive line they're gonna play? Yeah, like you can notice that for sure. Like they're game planning around what they're going to play instead of just walking in. These are our plays. This is what we're gonna do. I mean, mm-hmm. this is insane. Like we gotta talk, guys. Like I don't, I don't know if we should get rid of the people that are in right now. Oh, it's so, dude, I, I I don't know. There are let big, me, let there me are big names scenario. out there, but well, I'm, I'm let happy me throw right you this now. scenario. Yeah, same here. I'm happy, too. If you guys are into it, let me throw you this scenario. Let's think. Let, let's, let's look at it this way. Let's fucking hold on to fucking uh, Greg Williams. Let's hold on to Freddie Kitchens. Let's bring in Bruce Arians for, for head coaching. But I just don't think. Greg is going to stay if you bring in a head coach. See, the way that I think Bruce is, Bruce is going to give all reins or, you know, give a big amount of, uh, you know, leeway with Greg Williams. I think if Greg Williams goes. If anyone's going to come in and you want to keep those two, Bruce Arians is going to be the guy that you want for that. I mean, I don't know how you guys feel. I mean, a newer guy is going to be like, fuck that. Get him the fuck out of here. I got my guys. But Bruce Arians knows both of these guys very well. Mm-hmm. I mean, it seems like a perfect fit at this point. I guess my my biggest concern is they bring in Bruce or anyone, and Greg is like, well, I fuck that. I don't want to be head coach now. And he's going to get an offer with what he's doing right now. In we'll my let opinion. him take the offer. Eh, fuck well, it. Then, then you're losing Greg Williams. I mean, I... Hey, good for him. But, I mean... Good the, for him. What is he right now? What, what's his record now with the Browns? Six and or no four and two, four and two, and if he goes six and two, you're just gonna let the guy walk because you want to bring in some guy you're not sure is gonna like, gel with the team. Um, it's a tough decision. It's I don't know. I agree, spot. and I, I I don't know. I just... I would be freaking out if we didn't have John Dorsey. And I'm, oh, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm even yeah, I'm even yeah. a little hesitant in that he might want to bring in his own guys, and he's done enough with his draft picks and and everything that. You know, if if he wants the reins and he wants to make that call, and John Dorsey, I, I will, yeah, un, John I will unhappily stick behind it. I he agree. seems to be the guy that like will feel it out. Like, hey, if these fucking guys are like, you know, gathered around this fucking dude, let's give him another year. Because I think everyone thought Todd Haley was going to be our next head coach, right? And that just didn't work out. I I I oh, I'm so glad to see him get fired. Yeah. Yeah, I just I I really want to know and I can't wait until the full story comes out on how that exactly happened with the whole 
They fired Hugh, and then within a few hours, they were like, mm, Haley too. Yeah. There had to be so much infighting, dude. Yeah. And then, obviously, it wasn't Greg Williams that was part of the infighting. They were probably like, no, he comes and shows up and does his job. Yeah, he was part of the fighting. It was, there's no doubt he was tense when you saw the, the team kind of blowing up on each other in training camps yep. and stuff. Well, yep. protect him. Don't don't touch my quarterback. Well, protect him then. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, he's definitely not an easy guy to get along with, but you haven't heard that kind of shit coming out of the locker room anymore. So, I heard a rumor that the NFL is like, and this is a total something I heard on Twitter or, you know, Facebook or rumor whatever. Mill. What? Pure rumor mill pure, kind of stuff. Pure rumor mill. That the NFL is putting pressure on the Browns not to hire Greg Williams as a head coach. I could see that. Because of Bounty Gate. That was a while ago. I can see that too. But I that's But I, fuck that. No, you know what? That's that's more social media getting on that. That's, I, the that's, NFL well, can that's fuck what, themselves. That's what I said. That's that's I, I I heard it on Twitter or Facebook or Reddit page. Shout out to the Reddit page. Shout out hey. to the Reddit page. No, we haven't shouted them out no, for a couple no, podcasts. No, yeah. What the fuck have we been doing? Ah. What's up, boys? <laughs> What's up, me poop? Me poop, baby. Travis. Yeah, um, Trav. Um, Weinstein. Weinstein. Is that, is that your... It's my golfing homie. That's your golfing buddy. Um, broken cherry coverage. <laughs> broken <laughs> cherry coverage. I like that one a lot, too. Uh, shout out to the other guys on there that listen to the podcast. One of the guys actually um, subscribes on iTunes. Oh, FYI. Yeah, what's up? You can find us on iTunes. Oh, yeah. On and Google. Stitcher. And Blueberry. Blueberry. And hopefully Pandora soon. This is... It's, been a little harder than the other ones, which is funny. But I, I just Whatever. think Pandora's probably got a... Well, not, not compared to iTunes. Anyways. Who just bought Pandora? Someone just bought Pandora. Like, a shitty... Like, uh, another website that was really taking a dive, and they picked up Pandora. Netscape? No, no. More, um... Ask Jeeves. <laughs> It might sure. be like a fucking band. You mean AJ? Like is that what it's called now? Uh, it was a while ago. Uh, Why isn't it like Ask Josh? Well, or Ask Kyle. Because Jeeves is stuck. It's stuck out to you, man. Like Ask Jeeves. Go to Ask Jeeves. Yeah, Ask Jeeves. Jeeves knows. Jeeves knows. Serious. Serious Pop Pandora. Pandora. Okay. Three point five Sirius, billion. That's what it was. Yeah. Three point five billion, huh? Mm-hmm. My serious stock is not doing well. Fuck, dude! Why don't we start? Now they fucking... got Pandora. Yeah, Joe, you're when did the they tech get... guy. Why wouldn't means... we start a fucking September. search engine and then sell it to somebody for like a couple million? Why didn't we buy stupid URLs back in the day? The guy, one guy, bought JoeRogan.com and sold it to Joe Rogan for some crazy amount of money. Yeah. No shit. and he was a lawyer, and like oh, yeah. he wanted it because he was actually his name was Joe Rogan. And at first, Joe Rogan was like, the guy wanted like ten thousand. Joe Rogan could have bought it then. This was years ago. Before the podcast, and he said after that, blah blah blah, and now he had to eventually buy it because he's Joe Rogan. Yeah, you know? yeah. And you know, spending like fucking, Bro, I don't know how hundred times that amount. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure he spent a million dollars. But I remember him saying that. like, "Nah, this lawyer has JoeRogan.com, so I have JoeRogan.net, and now he has JoeRogan.com, which means he bought that." Yeah, he had to. Yep. Um. What the Browns play Cincinnati next? Yep. Big old Cincy game. And we're up a touchdown. We're a touchdown favorite, which... Isn't that crazy? Fucking A. Fuck, I love being a favorite. Funny to see. It it always makes me nervous, though. I get a little anxiety about it. Well, Driscoll, I'm not too worried about that. Yeah, right. Oh, hey, did you guys see Cody Kessler last week? What did he go, like six for like 20 or something? 57 yards and an interception. (laughs) Hell yeah. I trust it. I trust it, too. Hey, trust me. But no, Driscoll's their quarterback, which I'm not too. 
I, and I, uh, I don't want to cheer on an injury, but there's a reason Driscoll's in there. It's because of the Browns. Yeah. You know. We and I heard, so, I heard fucking so, Dalton. Yeah. I heard someone saying Dalton was faking it. Then he had like a broken hand. I think it's a broken hand. It looked like he got a fucking broken yeah, hand. Dude. Like it it looks like fucking Agba trampled him. Yeah. I I mean I remember watching that game, dude. It was it was rough. Yeah. So no. Uh, and AJ Green is out. AJ Green Again. is out. Yep, he's out for the year. I, I think, think he's out yeah. for the year. Yeah, uh, Joe Mixon a... had a pretty big game last week. Mixon's one of the top five uh, running backs of the season. You sure about that? Yeah, I'm totally sure. I actually just saw it before I came over here. Like, if on a percentage of how sure. So you he's are. got like 990 yards or something. 995. Like that. 995, yeah. An average of 4.8. Yeah. 40 receptions, 8 TDs. What's his yeah. percentage on knocking out women in a restaurant? 100%. Oh, okay. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Right up there with our lo- right Mitch, up there. If you want to stop to him, he's hundred percent. So uh, it's up to you. Right up there with Tony Rizzo. I mean, uh... <laughs> yeah, baby. Um, what are our top running backs? You got that there? Top running backs in yeah. the NFL right now. Yeah, I just saw you. I know you called up uh, Mixon for nine hundred ninety-five yards. I know Saquon's. I think around eleven hundred. Saquon's like third. Uh, number one is Zeke Elliott, baby. No shit. Yep, Zeke's number one, dude. And they, they just lost. Uh, I thought they won. No, Cowboys just lost. Who they lose to? Yeah, they lost. They can't win big games. They can't win games that they got to win. I don't know who they lost to. Shit, they just went on like a five-game fucking they win did. streak. They were like looking unbeatable. This yeah. Dak Prescott was starting to look like Dak Prescott. Of oh, them. and then, yeah, that's right. They just lost because fucking Amari Cooper looked like shit, too. I hope he looks good next week. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, someone's in the championship, huh? The Fantasy Football Championship. The Fantasy Football League of Doom is what we called it. Yeah. Uh, So we got Zeke uh, with 13.50, Todd Gurley with 12.50, Saquon's at 11.50, Mixon's at 9.95, Philip Lindsay out of Denver's got 9.91, McCaffrey 9.79. So we've actually done a, a pretty good job of... Containing the uh, five and six guys the last couple weeks. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, good definitely. Call. Um, and so Joe Mixon's coming in. He's slightly better than them, but obviously, if I mean, shit, the last McCaffrey two. still put up on hundred yards <clears throat> on us. Mm-hmm. All together. All together. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. receiving and in rushing. Yep. You'll take. You'll kind of take that. Yeah, exactly. All, yeah, yeah. Of course, they've fallen apart. They looked like dog shit against the Saints. They need to sit. Well, Cam. because they need well, to sit Cam. This, exactly. The season's over now for them, so I think I at this point so. they're really considering hey, it. question for you guys. Week 17, we're out of the playoffs. Do you sit Baker Makefield? No. Daryl? It's a division game. Pussy, come on. You let him ride. That I'd say you put him in and you let him see how it goes. I, say you... I think you go to the quarterback's discretion. That motherfucker will go. Goddamn right, you're playing. Well, that's I'm why playing, you. I'm that's why you can't. Ravens. You, I'm gonna put their dick in the fucking. Dirt. You can't leave it to Fuck his discretion because he's gonna play. You God can't. Right. If you give him the option, he's playing. So as the coach, you know, if you say that to him, he's gonna go play. The only reason I say play is he's a rookie quarterback, and the more football he plays, the more knowledge he's gonna gain. And if he's if he's healthy, let him no. fucking go, dude. Well, and he's not getting hit a lot. It's not like the old quarterbacks of day. I guess know. the only way I'd say I would I would really strongly consider it is if maybe you show up that day and the the conditions are just terrible. You're going to play in Baltimore on the what the day before Christmas or uh, they New keep Year's that Eve. field crisp. No, they, no, man. You did you see last week? No. 
Oh, it was bad. It was Tam- uh, Buck- Tampa was there. And the field wasn't bad. But, I mean, these Tampa didn't, like, the guys weren't holding onto the ball because it was too cold and too rainy for them. Now, obviously, that's Tampa and it's not Cleveland Yeah, that's players. Tampa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're talking Cleveland, yeah. baby. Um, but I just say I, I would play him just in the I'd fact that. I'd play him that, for the experience. Exactly. Learn, I, the guy's only going to learn more playing against a division rival who they're going to keep their coach probably. Yeah. I think so, too. I, I don't I don't see hardball going in. No. They've yeah, won I mean, four out of the last five. I guess looking on that and looking at Greg Williams is really trying to look like he wants to be a head coach, so I, I can't see him sitting him. I'll tell you what. You know what I like about the whole Greg Williams and Baker Mayfield thing? That defensive mind matching up so well with that offensive fucking quarterback. Yeah, yeah that, that guy. Offensive yeah. Quarterback. And you that, your quarterback. that could be a big part on what you've seen out of the offensive line the last few weeks. I think so, too. I mean, you just you, you know that it's hard for him to like transfer it over to the offense. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, this is what I need to do, and this and that. That that's not his cup of tea. He's just gonna give you the fucking inspiration to fucking kick ass. You know what I mean? Like he's giving you them fucking words that are gonna fucking put you over the top. Like well, I'm gonna fuck this next team up, dude. Well, yeah. what's really cool is. Baker had two or three bad games. Do you remember those that lull lull he had? Yeah. And then Greg Williams' coach is like, just let it loose, dude. Like, let it just, fucking loose. Yep. As soon as he was told to let it loose, he, it's on. Yeah, he would let it's it loose. It's fucking on. Yep. Um, so, yeah, so I, I, what, I, I, do we like to, I don't think we really like to do predictions, but I think we should beat Cincinnati. We should beat a backup quarterback and you're down. Oh, no, we should lay the hammer on. Home, too. We're yeah. home, yeah. Yeah, we're at home. So that you, defense is terrible. Their defense is really bad. They're missing their quarterback and their number one wide receiver, who's a stud. So yeah. I think that um, is Ward. I think is he still out for that game? Yeah, Ward's going to be sitting out this week. Okay, I, they, and I'm they fine. Announced I, it. I don't want him rushing back. No, 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 no. Exactly. That's a head injury. Just that's a world of difference where I'm saying you got to maybe consider whether something catastrophic could happen. I mean. To, to, to Baker, Denzel, I don't want to fuck around. No, no. sit down. Same. I'm ready for him to sit the rest of the year. Sit down. Um, we're not we're not making the playoff, even though it's as crazy as... Well, I just hate that everyone locally, like, it was like, if if this happens, and this happens, and this happens... That's crazy, yeah. And now it's, now I forget what... It, 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 it's it, a tie at the end. Yeah, it literally it's comes down to... a tie at the end. Guys, we weren't making the playoffs, okay? Like, we, I, I, as much as I want us to... As much as I think we might make a run in the playoffs, we lost a bunch of games at first, you know, like, and we have a tie. <laughs> like, it's not going to happen. But uh, go Browns. I mean, uh, we're all Let's die-hard. roll in with this same fucking momentum yeah. next year. Yeah. You yeah. know? And I feel like now that Baker has gotten a little time under his belt, dude, off, there is no off season at this point, dude. No days off. He's pulling that no days off shit. I guarantee you. He's going to fucking have those boys... Wherever he's at, those wide receivers and those tight ends are going to be up his fucking ass. And I don't want to talk draft right now because we're going to have to fill a bunch of time coming up because yeah, yeah, the Browns sure. are going to be done. Well, we can How great anything. is it that we're not already talking about the draft a month ago? Yeah. Oh, I know. We're it's talking been about fucking week 17, awesome. baby. Yeah. Like, that's awesome. <laughs> well, I also just want to leave drafts. We could talk about that. We're going we're gonna to have no Cavs. We're going to have no Indians and no Browns. Well, we'll have the Cavs with the stuff. <laughs> and then we'll have no Indians, no Browns. It's like we'll have to fill it with fucking... Crappy mock drafts that don't really make any sense. Yeah. No, nah, we'll have other stuff. We'll come up with some other. So, do you guys know what the Browns' playoff possibilities are? There's the scenarios are in. Like, there's there's. So the scenario that I know is I know that the Titans and the 
the Titans and the Colts have to lose out in Week 16 this week coming up, and then they have to fucking tie, tie in Week 17 because so they play the each one. other. Um, you need the the Dolphins to lose one of their two remaining games. Let me ask you this: have And you then guys the like Ravens in... have to lose out, meaning they have to lose to the Chargers this week, which is very likely. Possible, yeah. And then the Browns would have to beat them. But that whole Colton Titans need to lose next week and then tie each other. Have you looked at the whole How scenario like in your head and been like? already put yourself there like i can't believe they're gonna fucking tie like i've already like thought about it in my mind no i've pretty much thought that the colts or titans are gonna win the last game. well yeah i mean it's all no, wishful know. thinking know. you know, know. let's give you our time uh colts have actually come on a little bit man i think they're oh yeah definitely you know. andrew luck's back dude uh, yep yeah yeah totally yeah he didn't look like it the first few weeks of the season and no nope. he's back he's been back good, right. good for him yeah, so I, I have to say um, it's been good to see Delhi back for the Cavs. Yeah, he's yeah. played very well the last four games coming off That's the bench. That's been cool. He's putting yeah. up starter-type numbers. Yeah. He I, is putting up starter numbers for sure. But I don't think you move him there. I've heard a little bit no. of people saying that. but um, He's that veteran presence we need for like the other players, dude, for sure. Mm-hmm. And I think his defense, is, his defense has always been the best part of his game. Yeah. And oh, I yeah. think you can use that in the second unit. You know, I, I remember in the – the 16 run, someone from work was like, you have to admit Delhi's a dirty player. I'm like, why do you say that? He's like, he hurt that guy's knee. I'm like, they were both going for the ball, dude. Like, I'm yeah. not going to hate on Delhi for being the type of player that, like, no. I'm he not a good, I'm not a table, good basketball dude. player, but I'm the type of guy who's like, I'm getting the fucking ball. And I'm like, yeah, yeah you know, like. And it, that's what he did. Yeah. You know, he's but, a great defender. Uh, whose knee did he blow out? Does anyone remember? Was it Corver? Uh, no, he didn't blow no, it wasn't Corver. You f- slid into someone and on Atlanta. Uh, was that was it the sixteen run or the fifteen? It run? was the fifteen run. Had to be the fifteen run because remember he got a ton of shit because he hit someone in the nuts, and they were like, "Oh, he's just as dirty as Draymond." But yo, Draymond's was like so blatant, like, like yeah. I kicked you in the nuts, bitch. Fuck you. Uh, the other thing about Delhi is, I'll never forget that story that came out that. He was drinking pots of coffee before the games to get warmed up, and then he was getting dehydrated. It was like, well, no shit, you're getting dehydrated, dude. You're drinking. You know, that's a big thing in MLB, dude. It's like, motherfuckers drink pots of coffee before they go out there and play baseball. And, well, like, they'll drink coffee throughout the game and well, shit. They can't do speed like they used to in the yeah, 70s. Right? So there was the, the, he had the leg lock of Taj Gibson. The Bulls' power forward, where he kind of held on to his leg during a play. Okay. Um, he injured Kyle, Kyle Korver. Uh, he rolled into him, kind of going for the ball. Um, That's one I remember. He took Kyle Korver for the rest of the playoffs. And then he also hurts uh, Al Horford's knee. Dang! It, it, it him a little bit. Al Horford fucked us up last year in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We need we need a deli. <laughs> the coming in Coming in deli now. Fuck, it's on now. Um, it's just yeah. it, I'd say he's a scrapper more than a dirty player. Well, but those but things yeah, are always borderline. And when you're scrapper. in the when you're in the heat of a game, you always feel like the other thing dirty. is, dude. We always say that about our players, right? Like he's a Cleveland guy, so we're gonna say he's a scrapper, not a dirty player. I remember Verja. Everyone, yeah, I knew you were going there. Verja, everyone would say he's a flopper. He's a dirty player. I'm like, nah, he's Verja. He's great. He's on our team. Blah blah. He went to Golden State. I'm like, that guy's dirty and he flops a lot. He's a flopping piece of shit. That guy sucks. No wonder. This is how we got his contract. Yep. yep. 
I always felt the same about Verizhao, even when he was on the Warriors. I love Verizhao. He was my like one of my favorite Cavs of all time. Dude. So my ma. So how you been digging the season without LeBron? It's fucking it. nice. I'm buying Cavs gear again. Going so real to quick, games and actually <laughs> cheering for I the team. You. I'm fucking having a good time. I've got a Verizhao story. <laughs> That's what I have to say about so, that. So. My mom was at uh, a restaurant. <laughs> Please don't do that about my mom on the Verjaus story. Oh, no. I'll do. <laughs> I just thought it was like Wait. that. So. My That's m- what I'll do for your mom. <laughs> <laughs> so my mom's at a restaurant with work colleagues, and she sees Anderson Verjaus there, and he's eating dinner, and, like, there's cameras and shit there. And my mom wants to get his autograph. So she walks up. <laughs> Sorry. Alright. She walks up and goes, uh, I'd like to get your autograph and he's super like normally you don't it's known you don't bother someone while you're eating. But she's like, I saw all these cameras there, blah blah blah. And he was super receptive and all the cameras are super receptive, blah blah blah. Well he was doing a documentary for Brazil about Verjão in Cleveland and being a famous uh pro it's all hot mom. It was like So I just <laughs> I said to my mom, I go, Mom, I, I saw the documentary and it pretty much said, All the white American women love the Verjao. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't appreciate that. Well, you know, uh, he's big and rich. Yeah. I, why the fuck wouldn't I uh, want that? And I didn't even get the... She gave the autograph She's to like, like, I'm a woman too. Yeah. <laughs> she, he's rich. And uh, I didn't even get the autograph. She gave it to like my friend... Her friend's son's cousin. What? Like, yeah. Oh, I man. Wanted, what the fuck? I wanted that Verjao autograph on that... Napkin. <laughs> it's probably worth like 32 cents on eBay. Oh, definitely. Down in Brazil, though? It's probably not worth anything because he autographs everything. Oh, you think so? Oh, I mean, yeah. He's like the biggest thing ever. Yeah. Down not biggest thing ever. That's obviously. There's this Brazilian skateboarder named Milton Martinez coming up right now that is fucking insane, dude. Like, take Verjao's skills. And times them by a fucking million, pretty much. Okay. And you get a decent center in the NBA. hey <laughs> You get a guy that, like, does things that I've never even fucking seen in my no entire shit. life, man. Well, like, I think, like, Anderson's... Just giant, like, goes up, like, he'll, like, ollie up, like, a fucking hubba where, you know... Hold you on. Got, like, For fence. listeners, what's an ollie? Oh, an ollie is where you jump up onto something with your skateboard. Okay. Rides up a staircase, like, uh, like Going... the smooth end of, like... Where you'd put your hands to hold it, mm-hmm. you know, rides up it, and then gaps like twenty five feet over like I don't know fucking regular land. It's fucking crazy. I mean, this guy's insane. I do wonder how big Brazil has. They have the best skateboarders around. They're the fucking and they top have, notch. They have dude. some of the best MMA fighters around too, man. There, there's something in the water down there, man. They're fucking beasts, dude. They <laughs> want to get out of that fucking slum hole, bro. They want to get themselves to America, baby. Yeah, is that what it is? I think I so. Mean, and, no, I, I'm not. I'm just because um, super polluted and corrupt, man. Because Silva Anderson Silva. I mean, you watch those. They do MMA fights in Brazil, and they always put all the Brazilians on those things. And it's literally like those people going nuts. Like Stipe won his first title there. Yeah. And I'll never forget that he uh, knocked out Redoom and the place went dead silent. Really? When he knocked him out. Like it yep. was like Fuck. eerily. And Redoom handed out all these masks. He used to make this, he makes a stupid face. 
And he was like on a two fight win streak or a one fight win streak, and everyone thought Redoom was going to be Stipe. And he makes this troll face, and he handed out these masks to all these people in the crowd, like like a hundred thousand masks. So you come out, and all these people are wearing these Redoom masks, and Stipe knocks him out in the first round. Damn. Yeah. Talk about Trying confidence. Hard. In that game, though, you gotta have confidence, man. You gotta know you're gonna fucking win. Like you, you automatically think in your mind like you're not losing. Well, yeah. If you're, hey, what's up with the MMA game? Anything going on? I, you're the, you're you UFC two twenty three is coming up. It's gonna be Jones versus Gustafin for the two o five title. Okay. Um, I don't know the exact date of the the two twenty three. They did their uh, way offs recently. Uh, Gustafin is considered Jones. Uh, toughest fight to date. Um, April 7th? UFC 223? Yep. It's weird they'd be doing the, the way nope. off so soon. Um, nope. I'm wrong. Some people yeah, would... Yeah, he's way off. Some people it's would like, say... That was last 220. I want to say it's like... 29. January 26th. January 26th, yeah, okay. Uh, Gustafin is, is Jones' toughest fight. Everyone would agree with that. Um, he put Jones... They both... Obviously, they both fighters went to the hospital after the fight. Um, but... Some people would argue Gustafin won the fight. Uh, that same fight, this is a rematch. I'm sorry. So in the in the first fight, Gustafin was the first person to ever take John Jones down. Um, Gustafin is not really known as a guy who takes people down, so he was able to take him down. Um, really great fight, man. Just brutal five round decision. Uh, and people argue back and forth that um, that that could have went to Gustafin, um, but since Jones was the champion. Um, but that's like any of those fights, you know. Oh yeah. Um, uh, so Jones, Gustaf, and I think that's actually two thirty-two. That's coming up Saturday, December twenty-three. I'm fucking dyslexic. Two thirty-two. Yeah. Yeah, but I've been saying two. I've been saying right. Two twenty-three was back in April. Two, that's right. Two thirty-two. The Jones Gustaf and dyslexic. I'm Cyborg sorry. Nunez is coming up. Cy- Chase Dude, up. that's the one I'm looking so, forward to. Yeah, Cyborg Nunez. I have a feeling <laughs> uh, Nunez is a hell of a fighter. Cyborg is uh, <laughs> ten pounds heavier. Yep. Exactly. And, uh, she just fights a different style. Nunez is uh, you know, Nunez is a beast, but she's going up against the cyborg, dude. Yeah. They'd be the biggest upset you ever fucking seen. I agree. And if you guys don't think a fucking women's fight isn't worth this, fucking watch this fight. Cy- anytime you see cyborg fight, think about like a fucking Tyson fight. Two thirty. Well, that's why I look at it, dude. I fucking look at fucking cyborg fighting. I mean, that's top-notch. Well, I do want to apologize. I said 223. I apologize. A little dyslexia there. It's 232. Yeah. 233 so. has been canceled as well. Yeah, they, they couldn't get a main event going for that. Yeah, Dillashaw Cejudo. So 29th, like the, the big though, fight, right? And they're all canceled now. Yeah, December 29th. That's what I thought. I said that. I'm like, 26? Where did that come from? Yep. No, that's the one in January that's been canceled now. So No, I'm psyched about the 29th fight. I'm fucking getting down on that. Cyborg I mean, that... Nunez and Jones... Is there any other Gustafson. fights on that card? What is it, there John sure Jones and John Jones, Gustafson? Okay, Alexander Gustafson. Is it? It. Please tell me it's a fucking uh, mutual card. Like it's a it's a double main event. Co-main. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean Jones Gustafson. It has to be a co-main them. because yeah. fucking anytime uh, Cyborg fights somebody, dude, it's fucking on. Well, I think dude. the hard part with Cyborg, which is kind of considered a woman super fight, because Nunez is the the uh, 135 champion, and mm-hmm. Cyborg is the 145 champion. So it's considered a super fight for the women. It um, is. Actually, shout out to Jessica I. She just won a 125 fight. Nice. Um, they didn't have a 125 division for a long time. 
Uh, she came Weren't in. they cutting out the UFC 125? For, for the males. Oh, not for the women. Though. Yeah, no. Okay. Well, because the women, I, I hate to say it like this, but it's sex appeal, man. Some of those girls look really good. You know? Oh, I was thinking it's easier for a girl to be 125 than it is a uh, dude to be 125. Well, the guys are like 5'5". Five, five. I, I was thinking more weight class, like well, the guys weighing in. No, some of those guys that fight at 125 or 135. Oh, fuck, yeah, I don't give a fuck. Um, <laughs> some of those guys that fight at 125, 135 are coming at 5'5", five, 5'6". Five, five, yeah. Most of those guys are. Uh, Mighty Mouse is 5'5", five, 5'6", five, five, you know, like... Um, so I, I, you just I, can't have the muscle mass you need. Mighty Mouse is gone, though, man. Yeah, he went to 1FC. Uh, ben Askren's going to fight uh, Robbie Lawler. Uh, I don't think they have a, a, a date for that. They might have a date for that. Uh, Nick Diaz uh, supposedly signed a fight. If anyone knows, Nick and Nate, I think, both signed fights. Um, oh, shit, really? Yeah, the Diaz brothers. Uh, Nick was known to be one of the greatest fighters of all time and kind of got suspended. Who did he sign with? UFC. I don't know who he's fighting yet. Oh, okay. I don't think they've announced it yet. Um, both the, uh, Nick was considered one of the greatest fighters of all time at one point, or he was on his way, and they got suspended for marijuana use. Uh, Nate hasn't fought since the second Conor fight, Conor McGregor fight, where he he beat Conor. Wow, he sat out that long. Now. Yeah, he was trying to get the. Uh, it was like three years now. No, yeah. not yeah. It's it's close to I I. Um, I, yeah. Wait, I'll tell you what. You know what else is uh, super awesome? What's that? What is our... Uh... That's a very good... That was a, you just interrupted me to do the transition. Well, <laughs> That was so bad. You know Seamless. why? You know why? Because I was... Fucking bored me over here, right? Ram- rambling. We're, we're rambling about fucking UFC, and it's driving can, me crazy. Mean to Joe again. Can you Google uh, the British Open real quick? Yep. I was talking oh, about the British Open again. We never Don't really ran me. down the Don't final. start with me, player. Come on. And it's never too early to think about next year's British Open. That was so fun. Oh, anyways, uh, what were you uh, seamlessly cutting me off and transitioning into? Let's get to our pop culture, dude. Well, what are we doing? Uh, you were doing the seamless transition. We'll be a two to pick from. I like the Santa one. I want I want Daryl to pick it. Daryl, you pick it. Daryl, you pick uh, it. Let's do the, the favorite depiction of Santa Claus. Who's your favorite like Santa Claus awesome. in movie or music or TV? So I watched this Pornhub video the one time with Santa. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. <laughs> ho, hoes, hoes. <laughs> yeah, so my favorite depiction of Santa is from a uh, sci-fi series. Uh, it's an original series based off a uh, comic book called Happy. And it's a meth smoking Santa who steals what uh, steals kids, I guess. Yeah, steals kids and to puts, give them to a dirtier fucking person. Yep, and then like steals them and then puts them in crates. And then the whole thing is, uh, it's uh, it's called Happy. It's got Christopher like packaging, packaging those kids to, to ship like, them off to, to ship them off to other perverts. Yes, it's fucked up. They're like they show up in like Barbie fucking like. Barbie, yeah, weird, you know uh, yeah, like, yeah, Barbie, weird, like, fucking cartridges, dude. It's fucked up. And um, Christopher Maloney's in it from Law and Order, and he plays a drug addicted, drunken uh, hitman who was a former police officer who got fired from the police, and he doesn't even know he has this kid. Oh, dude, he's he's the best antihero in that. Show. Oh, it's so good. He plays such a good antihero. And what's also really great about it is, um. The whole reason the movie's called Happy is because 
his daughter's imaginary friend, which is a uh, Pegasus, purple Pegasus, shows up and says, "You've got to save her!" Like as he's dying, and like the whole time he's like swatting him, swatting the thing Get away, the fuck away yeah. from me. And uh, it, it sounds lame, but it's so good. And uh, the Pegasus is actually voiced by Pat Noswalt. and they, it's just so it's just so fun, man. It's like a mixture of uh, I think you said earlier it was a mixture of. Um, with a Die Hard or it's like Die no it's like fucking Lethal Weapon slash um, Fear and Loathing a little bit because yeah, of the like drugs and everything and yeah like a little Fear and Loathing and um, yeah I think that right there I think and, that explains it well and the guys like you get the drive of like the fucking the the action flick and then you get the Hunter S like mixed into it and also um, the guy who did the movie Crank. Which wasn't a very good movie. Um, I love the first crank. I thought it was fucking awesome. So that guy did. Maybe Smart gets fucked and like uh, <laughs> gets fucked right there at a what was bus it, stop. Uh, like was a... it a bus stop or I thought it was like a tr- Kentucky Derby type deal. Well, they had to do it because remember they had to keep his heart rate to a certain level, so yeah. he was just fucking. And her they around. fucking cheer him on. Yeah. 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 Well, the guy who did that movie with all those camera angles and everything, which was really like, there's some really cool camera oh, visuals and angles and. And happy was uh, the same guy who did um, that. So, um, how about you guys? What do you, what's your favorite Santa depiction? Uh, you know, going along with that, I kind of like like dirty, weird, and creepy Santas. Like American Horror Story did a good one. Makes me think of the movie. I think it was Black Christmas, where there's like a serial killer Santa Claus who's kind of going into people's houses. Black Christmas. I've never seen that. Um, it's an old horror movie. Um, I think it's like an '80s kind of slasher. Um, and it's just about this deranged guy that it's kind of you know that it's like an urban urban myth, and it's always it's there's a Santa that's going around and breaking into people's houses and killing them and stuff like that. Um, so growing up, every Christmas, my dad was like, "I thought I heard someone on the roof." I'm like, "Yeah, Santa." No, it was robbers. I'm like, why are the robbers on the roof? <laughs> yeah, what the fuck do they want to take from this piece of shit? <laughs> yeah. um, so, like, I really like Dan Aykroyd in uh, Trading Places. Great movie. It's kind of set at Christmas. It's like Die Hard, but it's not exactly a Christmas movie. There's a scene where he breaks into his, he goes into his old office party dressed as this fucked up looking Santa. He's, like, stealing food. He pulls a gun on everybody. <laughs> and later he's riding the bus home drinking, and he just pulls a fillet of salmon out of the front of his shirt, and he's chewing on it through his fucking beard. Um, so, like, Bad Santa, that's another great one. Did you, fucking, did you ever, what was that horror movie with the, the snowman? You guys remember that? With, like, Jack Frost? Fro- I think it was Jack Frost. Where he, no, he, no, you're talking about... Um, Shit, what is it called? He ends up bang- like he takes the nose off and puts yeah, it in his crotch. Yeah, yeah, well, she's in the she's in the tub. Yeah, yeah. and he bangs with the the carrot. That was oh fuck. Yeah, I forget what it's called, but it's terrible. I thought it was Jack Frost, but it's that Jack you know Frost. what? It is Jack Frost, it is. and it totally sl- yeah. No, that's it. <laughs> there it is. Yeah, Jack Frost. He looks like a venom fucking. He bangs her with the carrot nose. <laughs> <laughs> Why gave not? the original Jack Frost a total bad name. Right. The Michael Keaton movie. Right. Which is terrible in its own right. Yeah. But he did Batman, man, bro. Yeah. He did Batman. He's still Batman. He did I Batman. I mean, fuck, I love him. You know, speaking of Batman. Go for it. Oswald is going to be playing Bruce Wayne. That's In so a new Harley Quinn movie. Yeah, dude. 
You mean <laughs> Chiloni or Chiconi, Michael, whatever his name is from uh, Happy. He's going to be uh, Commissioner Gordon in that. Yep. So that's kind of why I just fell down Christopher Maloney. Yep. Oh, yep. shit. He's got a lot, really? of, a lot of good guys in it. Yeah, so Oswald's going to be fucking Batman. That's I'd, pretty neat. I'd do two chicks on at one TV time, series man. Or... Yeah, it's like an animated series. Oh, So nice. they're all going to be doing the voices. I'd do two chicks at one time, man. Yeah, one time. <laughs> we don't need a million dollars for that. Well, a guy that looks like me, <laughs> he's a million dollars. Ron Funches is going to be in it? I love that, dude. Who's Ron Funches? Ron Funches? He's the funny, funny, fat, like, really soft-spoken comedian. Yeah, yep, yep. yeah okay. Hilarious. Well, what do you got, Shane? What do I got? Oh, God. I'm going to have to go... The Santa Claus from... Oh. I got one, guys. <laughs> I got one. This is a new Sorry. one. <laughs> this is a new one. Jingle all the way. Oh, <laughs> I got to go jingle all the way, boys. Belushi. Yeah, the, I had the, to go Belushi. The lesser dude. Belushi. Yeah, the lesser Belushi. Wait, who, what show was he in? Was it Jim All the Way or something like that? Oh, yeah. According to Jim. According, According to Jim. To Jim. <laughs> and he's a contractor. Everyone's yeah. always a contractor to this sitcom, you know? Isn't that a motherfucker? Oh, uh, what he was so good at that. What was it? Um, bootleg toys, right? They had yeah, like, they were selling bootleg toys. And what was fucked up about it is everyone that worked for him were all in costume. Like yeah. they had to be like ripping off from other malls or some shit, like to be dressed like that all the time. And what was his fucking? Why did he have so many goddamn midgets working for him? Was like a fucking whole thing. Little. How many malls are around him to have that many fucking midgets? Little people. Little people. My bad. <laughs> my bad. They live right down the street. Yeah, you know what? When we grew up with them, we said midgets all the time. We're like, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. And then once that's cool. they got older, it wasn't so cool. Oh, uh, well, to be fair, that little people shit didn't come out to like 10 years ago. That's true. You know, fucking 25 years ago. Podcast is going to be taken off iTunes. Yeah. But no, he was hilarious in that. Like they were like attack, like they're in that warehouse, and it was all uh, Santa. And I want to say that um, pro wrestler was the fucking big guy in that one, and it was uh, uh, he was part of NWO, fucking big dude, Kevin Nash. Kevin Nash. Kevin, Kevin Nash, Nash was, was a big <laughs> dude in that fucking movie. Dude. He was also in Magic Mike as like the older kind of big guy. That yeah, he always played that man. Yeah. He's the shit, dude. He's in Grandma's Boy. Yep. I fucking love that dude. Oh, that's funny. I saw some meme online. It was like, Magic Mike did 400 million online. Or 400 million. Like, yeah, keep thinking your dad bod's okay. And it was like, someone replied like, well, Shrek did 1.2 billion. We're cool with our dad bods. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's get out of here. All right, boys. All right, big week next week. Yeah. We got to cover some of these Indians trades. We got got to go bowling. I can talk about the Rose Bowl coming up. Oh, I thought you meant like bowling, like oh, I, oh yeah, no, we're bo- PBA championships coming up, dude. I was so for I'm in the fantasy football league championships, and I googled championship like YouTube, and there's putt putt championships, and there are these putt putt championships from like the mid '80s, where they like putt at these courses near Augusta, and like you would hear them talk about these putt putt places. Like, oh, these are the most pristine putt-putt greens you can ever putt on. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my gosh. Hell, yeah. Leave it up to them. All right. Go Browns. Go, go Browns. Browns. Finish strong. Right. Let's fuck them up, boys. Let's do it.
You guys, everyone, have a good night. There will be a song playing uh, at the Cleveland Band. Fuck there, yeah, let's it'll, go. It'll be in the credits. Check them out. Fuck this Fuck dirty, Cincy. dirty water trash. Dirty brown water trash, dirty baby. Br- Fuck that dirty, dirty brown, brown water, water trash. Pretty well, little brother. Pretty well. Yeah.